We're in the Maimah of Purim Tavshin Chavbez, Vayemah Moshe in Oiz Dalit. It's a Purim Maimah, but it's also a Maimah that is focused on explaining what the opinion, what the mitzvah of Zacharis Hashasalach Amalek is. What exactly did Amalek want from Yidin? How is it that he was successful to come and attack Yidin soon after Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim? So one of the main diyukim in the beginning of the Maimah was that the Pasuk says, Baderech Batseischem in Mitzrayim. Or in the other Pasuk, even in the Shmuel, it says, Baderech Ba'aloysam in Mitzrayim. We read yesterday, we read it in the Haftarah. And the point that Rebbe explains is, even after Yidin leave Mitzrayim, they left the physical land of Mitzrayim. But they did not leave the poverty of Mitzrayim yet. Aveda of uh, the Oini Mitzrayim, where Yidin are not Kalim, they don't have the Oiris, and they're completely poor, Beruchnius, that Yidin didn't leave yet. Yidin only leave that when they arrived at Eretz Yisrael. When they come to Eretz, Zavas, Cholov, Advash, the Rebbe explained by Riches that Cholov and Dvash is the Mesikis and the Tainug of the highest level of connection to Elokos that there is in Pnimius Chachma and Pnimius Bina. But here the Yidin are on the way and their connection is not Pnimius. Their connection is still very far. Let's continue inside. Sif Dalit. Because of the way they wish to design the creation of the world, where there's a Hishtal Shalos, there has to be one level that evolves from the other, which means things are gradual. It's impossible to go from one level to another to make a jump to a level which is completely incomparable to the level that you're on before. In other words, what the Rebbe is coming to address over here is. So why Taka is it that the Ebesha doesn't take Yidin straight from Mitzrayim to Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Zavos Cholavadvash, directly, without all of this pain and suffering, or even without all of the time that there was in between, ended up being 40 years until Yidin finally got to Eretz Yisrael. Hmm. So the Rebbe is explaining that it can't be. In Seder Shalshalos, in this world, the only way to come from one level to another, especially from one extreme to another that we're speaking about here, there has to be a Seder Shalshalos. It's a gradual step-by-step process until you arrive to the, the highest level. The Tatar Zavos Cholavidvash. So the same is true here. When the Pasuk says that David says, I'll take you out of the poverty of Mitzrayim, to the milk, to the land that is, that flows milk and honey. They need this time period, which is an intermediary in between them, to prepare them and to gradually help them go from step to step by step to come to that highest level of Eretz Yisrael. So this was the purpose of the Yidin spending 40 years in the Midbar, preparing them to leave Mitzrayim fully and to be Kalim, to be able to come to Eretz Yisrael, to be able to receive the goodness of the, of the land of Eretz Yisrael. So it, it ended up taking 40 years, even though the plan of Chathila was not 40 years, but the fact that it was 40 years is, is for, for a reason. It's the only way how, it could, how it's possible. For a person to go from one extreme to another, you have to have an into a, t- a time, a process in between to bring you there. Well, the question of this is, Sometimes we do find, We do find a concept where a person can have a transformation or an absolute change from one extreme to another. When is this? That's the whole concept of a Baal The difference between the Avedah of a Tzadik and a Baal is, She b'shaytachadah b'rigachadah. 
about tshuva in one moment, in one, one second, can make an absolute turnaround. A tzaddik take, his aveda is gradual every day, step by step. But the whole, the whole point of the aveda about tshuva is that it's befeidish, a, a huge 180 degree turn in a second. So why can't Eden experience the same minion of a Baal So the answer, and the Rebbe here first quotes from the Rambam, okay, K'moshikosu Rambam. When the Rambam describes the Baal the Rambam says, Emesh, hoyezeh that this same individual yesterday, so he was despised by the Ebishter, and v'hayoyimu ov and nechpot karaviyadid, and today, just the day after, he's beloved and he's beautiful and he's close and he's uh, cherished and so on. So there's a tremendous change from one day to the next. So the answer to this is, why over here this didn't work for the Eden? This is because at the beginning, at that point, when a person makes a turnaround in the Aved of Tshuva, so that there's, extra, there's, there's that extra force that brings a person to tear himself away from one lifestyle and from one place and to turn around and to go in the opposite direction. So that's something which is a, a jump. That's a tremendous kayach that turns a person around. But after the person makes that initial step of tshuva, which is not just one step, it's an absolute jump. Whatever it is that he accomplished through that step of tshuva has not, it has not changed him internally completely. The things that he, had, that he was involved in in the past and his lifestyle and whatever it is from the seichel down to the middis and his behavior and everything, there's still a lot that he has to work through step by step to, to slowly, gradually integrate this new life that he took on himself that it should really become him in a, in a more organized and normal way. So it, stay, it remains makif. In order to take that step of tshuva or that jump of tshuva, tshuva rather, so now to bring that down, so here a person has to go through step by step, gradually to come to make, to make it his new his new of who he is. This should become part of the person, not just to be flighty and to be like in a, in a place where it's, it's just not him and he's doing things which he doesn't really relate to. So that's exactly what happened to the Yidin. Right, the Yidin left Mitzrayim. Leaving Mitzrayim, Barach, the Yidin ran out of Mitzrayim like a Balchuba that runs away from a place where it's, which is dangerous. He wants to connect to the Abish that didn't saw the tremendous Gilea Lakus, Nigla Aleyem, that was a tremendous jump. Tzis Mitzrayim, we've learned many memorandum about this regarding Tzis Mitzrayim, Kol Doidi, Medalag Alaharim, Vikapatzalagvois, referring to a tremendous revelation which Yidin jumped like a Balchuva. But then following that, it's a, it's a slow process. It's 49 days to Matan and even that is not enough. And then you have all the steps afterwards during the 40 years in the Midbar. And therefore, we also see in the seasons, in the periods of the year, following the Aved of the month of Tishrei, which primarily the month of Tishrei is Tshuva, right? The, the most important day in the month of Tishrei is Yom Kippur, which is the essence of Tshuva. And then from there, you come to celebrate the Tshuva, which is in Sukkot and some Chesteire, but the essence of the month is the Aved of Tshuva. Yater, with its with a, a tremendous celebration, a tremendous power. And in one moment, in one second, person could transform himself and bring himself to the highest place, to connect to the highest level. But nevertheless, after Tishrei comes a long winter, where, the, where we say, when at the conclusion of Tishrei, we announced, that Yaakov goes on his way, and here it says, he goes on his way, 
Ha-haliche b'derech ha-tayro mitzvahs b'meshech kolashonah. Now, to bring that down and to apply that on a daily basis, even in a cold winter, even with all the nisyayinists, is this really you? Is, it, are you really, is this for real? And every day when there's the questions and the problems and the struggles, I hear it's a halach during the entire year. Right, there's the famous lotion regarding uh, after month of Tishrei. Amadav Fernanda packing the peklach. That you, when you, you uh, get such tremendous elevation, but now to unpack it every place and every time and every day according to what's needed in that day, that's already a different story. To apply it in the details of life. <laughs> so to get that done, what's demanded? You have to have an organized Aveda. So that person can't live with that moment of tshuva every day, the entire life. That moment of tshuva is the, the energy that gets the person going. But then afterwards, you have to take that and apply it in an organized way. So the same applies over here also. To leave from the poverty of Mitzrayim. To come to Eretz Yisrael, which is the, a good and broad land. Expansive lands, and which is the real milk and honey. The way we explain, explained it here, the emesat tainug and godliness. So to go through this whole experience step by step in the midbar. And regarding this, the pasuk says midbar. That the Eden are following the Eibushter in the Midbar. And here the diak of this Pasuk is, Achrai Daike. The Eden are going Achrai after the Eibushter, which means that in this kind of Aveda, before you arrive to the ultimate destination and the real connection to the Eibushter in Eretz Yisrael, the Eden are only following from, the beh- from behind. Their connection to the Eibushter is Achrayim. That the Eibushter is ahead of them and they haven't yet reached, they haven't, they're not yet connecting to come and face, Ponim Beponim, to connect the Eibushter directly. The Rebbe now will focus on this, on this Indian here, on this Lashon of Achrai, that this entire time period of Yidin being on the way, coming to Eretz Yisrael, there was an aspect of Achrayim here. Although during this time there was Matan there was a Mishkan, there was all kinds of things that happened, which were tremendous Giluyim. So those specific things of Matan and the Mishkan are obviously not Achrayim. But the general time period of Yidin being in the Midbar and are not yet ready to enter into Eretz Yisrael, and Yidin are preparing and they're following from behind, this Aveda in this time period is Acharayim. This is also similar to what it says in the Pasuk. That you should follow from behind, follow the Ebishter. So what is this Pasuk saying? So here, the Pasuk is not just stating a fact. In the Pasuk, it's stating the fact of what happened. That the Eden came out of Mitzrayim. They weren't ready to face the Ebishter, so to speak, face to face. So they were following from behind. But the Pasuk Achri Avayla Kechem Telecho in Parshish Re'ei is sort of commanding. It's telling you, this, this is what you should do. You should follow the Eibishter from behind. Why is it telling you this? In order for a person to be able to reach and come to the ultimate Aveda and the ultimate connection to the Eibishter. That's the conclusion of the Pasuk. At the end of that Pasuk it says, that you cleave, you become absolutely one with the Ebishter himself. So that's the highest level that you can come to. The absolute vacus with the Ebishter. 
similar to the arrival in Eretz Yisrael. When you come to the destination, you come to the Eretz Teva, to a good land, and to the land of uh, Cholov and Vash, that's what the Ubaisid Bokken is. You cleave to the Abishter himself. So what's necessary is, and the Torah is commanding this, so you must first have the step and the introduction of to follow the Ebrister from behind. Or like it says, that the Yidin follow the Ebrister from behind and their connection is an external connection. is a good connection. Until the Eden come to the ultimate destination of connecting to the Ebrister, much of a person's life consists of coming from behind and trying to connect to the Ebrister on a level where it's, you're not there yet, you haven't arrived yet to the ultimate connection. And the Dvekis, the highest Dvekis that there is. That's basically what it comes out of here. Just like the Eden when they left Mitzrayim, so for so many years, 40 years, Eden were in the midbar, Eden did not have that real, direct, and ultimate connection. It's the same with a person's life. The ultimate purpose is for a person to serve the Eibushter and come to a real, direct, and open connection to the Eibushter. But much of a person's life is with struggles and with an Aveda, with a Chirayim, a Chetzenius, where a person has to fight off all kinds of things, and he's following from behind. However, the question over here is, why is the Pasuk commanding this though? Why is the Pasuk commanding and saying you should follow the Ebishter from behind? That you, you follow from behind and your connection is only external. What is the Aveda that a person should hope for and the person should strive for? That's the Aveda where a person could connect on a Pnimiistic level directly. With the Pneumius of the person that's connecting a much deeper level directly to the Ebishter. And really beginning by Matan Teire, the Eden had that kind of a revelation. At, Matan, at the time of Matan Teire itself, the Eden were able to connect on a Pneumius level. That the Eden, the Ebishter spoke to the Eden directly, like a person that's facing someone face to face. And that was for every single Yid. So the question is, even if it's true that this is part of the process, <coughs> that you have to go through this level of chetzenius <coughs> and acherayim, but why would the Pasuk command that though? Why would the Pasuk say, Why doesn't the Pasuk say what it is that we are yearning for and, and striving for? What we're striving for is to connect to the Pneumius of the Sorry, Panem B'Panem, to be able to, the Ebishter should speak to us and Ayit should be able to connect with the Pneumius. The fact that there's a process in between the fact that there are steps you have to take to get there, okay, of course, and a chanami. So that would be a, just like, for example, a mitzvah. And it says in the Torah, the mitzvah to put on tefillin. Does it talk about all the steps to get there before you put on tefillin? In order to put on tefillin, you have to have the hide of the animal, and you have to have all the steps to, to work out the tefillin, to prepare it, until you finally have the tefillin ready to put it on your arm. But it doesn't talk about that. It just says, The final point and the, the ultimate is, have the tefillin on your arm. All the steps which are called a Heksher Mitzvah, the Torah doesn't speak about that. Obviously, you have to make the preparation to get to that. So over here, though, in the Pasik, it doesn't say, that your Aveda is to connect to the Ebishter. It tells you also, as a Mitzvah, the steps to get there. It tells you, here are the steps you have to take in order to come to the Dveikas. Why does the Pasik mention that? Why does the Pasik make that as sort of, it sounds like even like a separate thing, that this, this step in Aveda is sort of a Mitzvah for itself. 
Now, the Indian when it said by Matan Taira, Ponem, Beponem, Dibravai, Mochem. So, Mochem means collectively, all of Klal Yisrael. The Ebishe came and spoke to all of Yidin directly. But the truth is, it's not talking to Klal Yisrael collectively, meaning that there are only some amongst Yidin, Yechidei Zgula, that was able to feel this actual Ponem, Beponem. That Pasuk is true about every single individual Yid. That Ebesh spoke by Matan in a manner that every individual Yid felt that Ebesh is talking directly to him, face to face. So it's known, one of the Pirushim, why does it say, In a singular term, the Fisha Klal is in the Matan because the whole in when Ebesh revealed himself in Matan Including this revelation, the Debesha comes and speaks to Yidin face to face. This was to every individual Yid. Every individual Yid had Debesha speak to him directly. This is not only at the time of Matan Teira that Debesha speaks to every Yid directly. It's also true in the Aveda of every single Yid. All, the, all, all of history and all of times, every single day, that the Ebeshter empowers every single Yid, that he's able to come and face the Ebeshter and speak directly to the Ebeshter face to face. Where do you see this? The Pasuk says regarding Davning, With righteousness, I can come and see your face. <coughs> the Gemara says, what does this mean? That Rabbi Rabbi would first give tzedakah to a poor individual and and then he would come and daven. Omar, he said, why would he do this? He said, Ksiv, the Pasuk says, that with tzedek, we should tzedakah, then I can come and see Hashem's face. So what does this mean? The beginning of every person's Aved every day, which is davening. That a yid has the kayach, if he makes the proper preparation and you give tzedakah and whatever other preparation goes into this, then you're able to daven and come and stand in front of the Ebishter face to face. So we see. Uh, well, here that I was bringing a Pasik, it says, Echse Panecha. Okay, we'll see. The Rebbe will, will explain soon where, how there is both of these aspects. But the point that I was trying to make is that this concept of panim bepanim is not a one-time thing by Matan but it's empowering Yidin every day. That a Yid, when he comes to Davin, he's standing in front of the Ebesh and speaking to the Ebesh directly. In order that there should be Echzeh which means that the face of Hashem, so to speak, the Pnimis of the Ebesh from above is revealed, a yid from below has to direct his panemius to the Abishta. It goes through, according to the Aveda below, according to the Sarusa de Lasata below, that brings the response from above that the panemius of the Abishta is revealed to you. So, what's the Aveda from below? Kimashikasov, as we say, the Pasik that we say in the Dovida Shamari during Elul and Tishrei. Abishta says, Seek out my panemius. A person is, is seeking and wants to connect to Panecha Vaya, to the Pneumius of the Ebishter. Shechidei is Hagilui, the Panecha Vaya, in order to be Zeichet, to the, the revelation of the Ebishter's Pneumius, 
Tzrichaliyah gama bakosha, mitzad aponim shalomato. So the pnimiyah is below the yid, his pnimiyah, so he has to reveal his own pnimiyah, and the pnimiyah should yearn and, and seek and want to connect, lamayla, to the eibishish pnimiyah. Al derech, ponim beponim, shenem bematen teire. Similar to the level of ponim beponim bematen teire, shezeu anasinis kayach ala veda shalachreza. The fact that Eden then experienced this ponim beponim was not a one-time thing, but this empowers Eden for all future generations to have the kayach to bring out their own pnimiyas and connect to the Abish's pnimiyas. Now the Rebbe answers the obvious question. I mean, Masha Kosov Arisa Even by Meish Rabbeinu, it says that the Abish tells him, you can only see me from behind, but not directly. Ponim beponim, you can't see. The greatest person on the highest level, he's not able to see directly face to face. How can we say here that every yid could come and face the Ebishter and Davin? What the Pasuk is saying is to see, to have a vision, to see openly and directly. To see like a prophecy. When you see on the level of Nevoah, like by Meshra Bain is Nevoah, which is literally like, like physically seeing, addresses the fact that it says in Kabbalah that Meshra Bain only reached to the level of Netzachan Haid. But if you look in Osifre Kabbalah, it talks about levels that are much greater and much higher than Netzach Vahid. So how could the Kabbalim in later generation reach and discuss and have an understanding on, on, on lower levels if Moshe Rabbeinu, on higher levels that is, that they, they all discuss much higher levels if Moshe Rabbeinu only reached a lower level. That's a chanhaid. LMI, the answer is, the Alter Rebbe there says that all the, all the Kabbalim that discuss the greater levels, they may discuss it and they may even have had a great understanding of it but not on the level of Re'iyah. When it says that Moshe Rabbeinu only reached to the level of Netzach and Ha'id, that means on the level of open Re'iyah, like a real Nevoah, that he only reached to a lower level. That on this level of Re'iyah, so you can't come to see the Pneumius of the Ebishter. So on the level of Re'iyah, it's only a Chayrei, only behind, only a lower level. And apparently this Lashon, even though it does say, Anibit Tzedek, Echze Panecha, Echze is also a concept of Ri'ya, to see. But apparently the expression of Echze is not the same as the expression of Ri'isa, where there's Ri'ya Mamish. Echze is not, uh, Echze is usually a Lashon Targum, so it's not a direct vision, like the Nevu of Moshe Rabbeinu. So to, to connect on a level of Pnimius, even if it's not with that openness and clarity that you have in Ri'ya, but... It's the Pneumius of the Yid that's connecting to the Pneumius of the Ebishter. That is something that every Yid could reach and that would, that's what the Ebishter empowered us every day, following Matan Is that like you would say, Pneum, Pneum, Dibber, Dibber, that the Ebishter speaks. It's the union of Dibber, not Ri'iyah. Right, so that level that was reached was through Dibber, not Ri'iyah. Yeah, good. Aval, the point still remains. In general, what, is, what are we striving for? Where is a Yid's Aveda headed to? We're talking about Aveda. In Aveda, what's, where are you B'Pnimius? Where, where are you connected to? We're not talking about a concept of Nevoah, where a person is having a vision, an open, mamish, direct vision to see a prophecy. What a Yid is desiring and is searching for and is striving for is Panay, the Pnimius of the Ebishter. 
or really Bakshopanai means to, to bring out his own Pnimius. Bakshopanai, that he should reveal the Pnimius of his own Neshama. And through this, you can come to the Pnimius of the Ebishter. Ultimately, a person should come to this in his Aveda every day, in his Davening. Give Tzdoke and then the Echza Panecha. So, the question is, why does the Pasik say, Achre Avaya Alekechem Telecho? When the Pasik says, So that seems like that, that becomes part of a, a process that's like part of the mitzvah every single day. It's, it's not. If it would only be a preparation, so then the Pasik wouldn't have to say it. When it says, It means that this is something that remains something that's necessary every single day. Right. So Overwhelmed the Eden. It shows it's a motif which, you know, eventually has to come down to me. Right. Needs a vote, but... Yeah, I hear you. It looks, uh, Yankee, it looks like what happened over here is 